0: Hello Waterloo Road fans, it's Tom here, your podcast host, just popping by before we get back into Series 6, with a little shout out about our Patreon page. That is of course a subscription platform where you can sign up for a small fee and get loads of extra stuff from us, including our reviews of other school-based shows, we've got the last few episodes of Britannia High on the way, Um, our Waterloo Road Awards, we've done Series 5 recently... Um, Our extended interviews, a longer version of the chat with Ian Pulston davis from last week, is on the Patreon now, and we also uh, look back at particular Waterloo Road characters. We've got more of those on the way soon as well. So loads of stuff on the Patreon. All you need to do to find it is go to patreon.com slash waterlooroadpod, and I would like to offer shout-outs to our existing Patreon subscribers, so thank you to Lucy, to Joe Buckle, to Georgia Leah, aka The Avocado Bath, on both Instagram and TikTok. Thank you to Maddie, to Tom Percival, to Sarah Mython, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Matthew Kumar, to Emily Berry, to Eve, to Eliza, who is at WaterlooXRoad underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Lottie Smith, to Claudia Graham, to Natalie, who is at NatalieTheBookReader on Instagram. And finally, thank you to Dylan Gover, who is at Dylan S. Gover on TikTok. Thank you to all of you for your support. And if you would like to join that list of shout outs, all you need to do is head to patreon.com slash road pod. And now without any further ado, let's get on with this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. We are back for the second half of series six. I am Tom Beasley, your Waterloo Road super fan, joined by Luke Stevenson, who is already looking at me like he has something to say.
1: well, no, it's because before we start recording, you, you let, well, you didn't say you, you volunteered the information that this is when you remember it got bad and stayed
0: bad. <laughs>
1: and again, I'd just like to volunteer the information. We're not halfway through. <laughs>
0: that's not what i said what i said is that this is the advent of a particular brand of waterloo road where for me i was watching it and going even at the time i was going critically this isn't very good but i kind of love it so it was it was this period and it kind of got to I don't know. Scotland probably was the cut-off point. and at that that was the point where it became Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> that was the point where this kicked over into just pure. This is a bad television show, but I feel like I'm trapped in it. <laughs> so I think this bit, like, I remember a lot of this bit. This okay. is this sort of period of the show. So
1: this was 2011, so this, uh, so this was still pre me going to university. Yeah. So you
0: you would so you you were spending your A levels watching this. Yes. Questionable. Absolutely, Questionable. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think this was the period where. So I think there was that episode in series five where I said I think that was the first one I ever saw on TV. Okay, and then I started like what went back and watched it all. Okay, so by this point I was week to week, a proper just, Waterloo Road viewer. What what other show have you watched week to week since? There um, uh, <laughs> aren't many. Really, aren't very many. They're all crappy reality shows. I watch them week to week. No. And no. Game of Thrones. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Even like yeah, Game
1: of Thrones <laughs> is the only week to week show I remember watching in the past ten years. <laughs> even, even the big Disney shows, I will go, I'll wait for afterwards. Oh no,
0: I tend to watch them week to week. Line of Duty, the last series I watched week to week.
1: I, I did watch that week to week as well, actually. Yeah. And what did that get me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. George Sampson is actually H. That's where this is going. <laughs> that's where this is going. Oh, do you remember what? Do you, do you remember George Sampson? I do remember
1: George no, Sampson. It was it was the first? No, second year. Ritz got Hollow? Yeah, like. it was second year because Paul
0: Potts was the first year, and then yes, it was George yes, and Sampson. then it
1: was George Sampson. I think the year after that it was Subo and Diversity, yeah. and these the, these were like the peak years. Yeah. because the song he did, the Singing in the Rain remix, went to number one. It did. It did. So how how he got from there to this is questionable. <laughs> I mean, there is, there is. Oh, I, I, you know, I've never been to see no, a. Saw...
0: This was in in, in late nineties and early tens UK. This is what passed for stunt casting. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: I, I, I saw diversity at Butlins Yes, yeah,
0: we've, we've all seen diversity at Butlins <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's like the only like dance show I remember going to, queuing yeah. up for to, to go and yeah, see yeah, yeah. So there must not be much legs in being a solo teenage dance act touring around the country
0: No, I can't imagine there was, no <laughs> No, so then he ends up in, in, in Waterloo Road In Waterloo Road This starts with, our, we're introduced to our new um, uh, head of pastoral care, Adana Lawal And she's introduced, sort of looking up at the school, and then it reveals that there are separate entrances for girls and boys. And at this point, I just sort of put my head in my hands. Because not only is it Waterloo Road trying to, air quotes, do a debate, but they're trying to do a debate that doesn't exist. (laughs) Did you have, well, you went to, you say it doesn't exist, you went to an all boys school. Yes, but it wasn't. There wasn't separate entrances, and the sixth form was mixed.
1: The the whole place was a separate entrance.
0: I think, and I've written this down because I knew we'd get to it eventually, (laughs) I think there's a world of difference between a single-sex school. I don't necessarily have an opinion on whether they're a good idea or not, but there's a world of difference between that and a mixed-sex school that segregates. Yeah. just seems... Psychotic.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a few loaded things because, you know, Adana is, and she's, um you know, she's our new head of pastoral care. She, as well, is, I think, in a show that's kind of flagging for its diversity as well. She's mm-hmm. a new black character in the show. Yes. And then, kind of, having her come in as this big thing, which is separate entrances for different people. Yeah. And then later on, she says the word educational apartheid and then gets called emotional. It kind of, fa- I, I don't know. I, I don't I feel don't... the show is clever enough to. Yeah. Have, Thought any of
0: this yeah, through. I don't think the show has noticed.
1: Yeah, but for me, I kind of just thought, really, is this yeah. is this what you're doing? First, first week off for the new yeah kind like of it, It's
0: Certainly not deliberate.
1: No, no, it's, it's not deliberate really because I think someone, someone in the writers' room would have gone. This is a bit loaded, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, even if it is unconscious, it's yeah. just I, I thought
0: I thought a little bit off about watching it. The weird thing as well is that they're completely open from day one about the fact that this is because the boys are crap. Yes, which seems an odd way to approach it—to just tell the boys that, that they're stupid—and we see it play out with the way Finn acts yeah. in the food tech classroom. Is that they play up to the idea of being stupid? It's it's such a transparently bad idea from the moment they suggest. Yeah, and it's it. like
1: a throwaway line from Chris, which is like, "We have tried everything else." As like, have you? Uh, As yeah. like you know, pr- private tutoring, or like you know, um, external, you know, measured all these things thrown in just yeah. for the boys or whatever, and that now it's just. Boys and boys' classroom, but it's just one of those things that I don't understand the the, the logic here. I it just I just don't follow it. No. Why why would the boys all being bad, therefore being put in a class of all bad boys, make them better? Yeah, they would just revert. And again, like I've had it quite interesting as well. Like you know, it it's almost they get into like a kind of like emotion, um a, re- a relatively interesting debate about the girls, and because I think is it Miss Montoya or it might be Adana who goes um Maybe that maturity can be spread to the boys. Yes. The, the boys, every boy is not a girl's project to fix. <laughs> you can't put that on these girls <laughs> to do that.
0: Just but, sort of hire all the girls to man mark a boy. Each. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it is like one of those things. Like I think any reasonable person would look at it and just go, "Well, surely you know putting all of these quote unquote stupid people yeah. in a room by themselves isn't going to you know no." It gets you the
0: Conservative Party. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> so this, we should move this into the satire category on iTunes. Oh, we <laughs> um, So Karen says, the evidence is overwhelming, quotes, quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that kids, quote thrive when taught separately. Based on what? Well, I don't know. I, as, as someone who was taught separately... You're hosting a Wartley <laughs> Road podcast. <laughs> And I was no. And you're not even the funny one. (laughs) (laughs) And I was considered to have thrived at school, and this is where I am. So, (laughs) so so for some reason, year
1: eight and nine, they split English in our school. Okay. So boys were taught English in one class, and then again. I was you know, gifted and talented. <laughs> um, we, and then the four people in the class who were like that level, we would
0: just put in the back of the room mm. on our own table while chaos ensued <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah. So actually your situation is almost a better comparison for this than mine was. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a situation where you had been mixed and they just went, here you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was not, it was not... Set by ability It was just yeah. set by Here is a group of boys Here is a group of girls yeah. And that therefore meant That all of the boys in there Who were of uh, You know Who had You know um, They had problems keeping attention They were just You know Miscreants They would just act out The entire yeah. time By which point uh, Me and the other gifted boys Were just like That is our least favourite hour Of every week yes. It's just dread And it was like It was like running the gauntlet So we had an English class On a Wednesday, Thursday and Friday And each one of those Was like right we get through them' the weekend I think the la- like final period English on a Friday was just like this is ha- this is how the world ends yeah. this is how it ends
0: yeah because like I remember when I went to sixth form and things became mixed everything settled down partly I think that's because you're older and you're doing a level so it whittles out some of the yeah, yeah but equally the it was night and day between year 11 and year 12
1: yeah exactly. Basically, you know, it's just—it's just so weird that you know somehow men came to dominate the earth when we're clearly just imbeciles, <laughs> just just <laughs> awful at everything. It's just like we allow groups of men to make decisions—we <laughs> have done for centuries. We live through groups of men. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't let them organise
0: a raffle. Um, so. Uh, Adana storms into the office. She's upset about this policy, rightly because it's stupid. Um, Karen's like, "I want commitment." She's just full dictator at this point. That's when Adana makes the educational apartheid comment, and Chris calls her emotional. And I just,
1: I think, I think they would, ex- they would say he's saying the language is emotional, which it is, and that's why I thought it was like it was very strange. They made a lot of strange kind of character choices here because yeah. it's like I, you know the horrors of apartheid are not the same as going no. boys and girls in separate classes no. but then still having crisco go that's emotion- that, Like the language is emotional Isn't it's a get out for calling a woman passionate about something emotional that's it and it's
0: because it's so connected to being something men say whenever women have an argument to make yes oh, absolutely terrible so that's the cold open <laughs> no, no previously on <laughs> um, so then we're back now it's the first day of school Um, Bex is apparently starting at the school Um, She says
1: says the line uh, um, She never expected to be in uniform again Um, And neither did we Tina You're about 30
0: (laughs) (laughs) We saw you age out of this On Coronation Street So she gets a text from uh, This person called Hodge Saying he always liked her in a uniform Cringe Um, It's uh,
1: it's Roy Hodgson Seeing if he can get her to play (laughs) uh, A deep lying midfielder (laughs) I think this was around about the
0: time... Yeah, I think this was
1: around about the time he became Baggy's manager.
0: (laughs) One of of your many great eras.
1: In the past 20 years, it does stand out.
0: (laughs) It's the most attractive football you've ever played. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: So uh, Harry points out that Bex hasn't actually really left the house all holiday. Um, She's sort of worried about going out now because she's got the message from Hodge... Um, she says, oh, I'll start uh, school tomorrow instead. I don't feel well. Um, Jess tries to talk to her and get some information, but Bex won't open up. Um, and then we see all of the kids arriving at the school. Um, Skinny Jeans by Eliza Doolittle. There's some good music in this episode. So uh, Finn and Josh are sort of uh, falling around um, and Josh is sort of, you know, uh, playing up his sexuality. Um, and then this new person walks past, who we later learn is Nate Gurney gurney it's a horrible name isn't it last uh, of a last name you know it's just
1: i wouldn't want any kind of like medicinal last name <laughs> like if your last name is most commonly associated with the phrase rolled in on a yes yes yeah. <laughs> declared dead on a oh, yeah. it's
0: <laughs> um he introduces himself uh, to josh and we quickly find out that he's gay as well
1: I love like, this show uses so many signifiers. Like, we know George Sampson is a bad boy because he has a bad boy jacket. Yeah. And we can associate his home life because he comes in with, quote-unquote, a chav dog. Yes. <laughs> um, as in, Finn used to have the bad boy jacket. Yeah. And here, Josh and Nate are bonded, not by their sexuality, but by their indie hair. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um... The- these two boys don't just gel it up. Therefore... <laughs>
0: Um, Chris and Adana are just sort of watching everyone come in And they're sort of lightly sparring with each other And they're just sort of trying to replace the Kim dynamic
1: Yeah, is there any chance these two
0: are on an item by the (laughs) end of this series? It feels feels remote (laughs) that this isn't going to happen, doesn't it? It really does I just want to know, maybe the ten episodes of Karen
1: were uh, The first ten episodes of Karen Is the only time in this school's history that we've been watching it Where a head deputy head or head of pastoral care haven't been in some way
0: romantically yeah. entangled. Then, So Karen introduces everyone to Adana and mispronounces her surname. Yeah. Ironically, quite Karen behaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then she calls her challenging in front of everyone. <laughs> I just Because oh, when they did that, I was like, oh, there's there's, there's, there's going to do a story. There's an element here of, <laughs> of a story and it just doesn't happen. I'm like, well, why did they have her mispronounce the name then? I, uh.
1: But, but, like, her mispronouncing the name is meant to, like, to us, it reflects bad on Karen, yes. who has employed a member of staff who has a culturally different last name yes. and that she has not learned to pronounce. Exactly. Bad Karen. Yes. But <laughs> the show wants us to go, Adana's just c- corrected her in front of all the students. Adana's a bit of a bitch and cheese. That is what the show <laughs> that wants. Is, that isn't is it? exactly what the show wants.
0: That's what the show wants. It's very strange. Maybe it's a, a very sort of.
1: It's not even the most challenging of last names. It's not. It's not a difficult name. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I think I maybe that's a, us looking at it through twenty twenty one eyes, where we read a different charge dynamic into that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But this whole this whole thing exists in a world where that charge, like where you know, it's again the stuff that we said at the start of the episode about choosing this character to have these arguments. Yes, we look at it and go. This is a bit weird, yeah. But they're not looking at it like that at all. It's like no. may- maybe it was a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're allowed to use that phrase.
0: <laughs> um. So uh, the infamous Kyle Stack turns up. He's. He's got this dog, which is called Manic, which is just, <laughs> and it's on like a chain lead. <laughs> He's wrestling with it. Yeah, and then there's the 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 mum has all of the chav signifiers.
1: Yeah, and the things about like is Adana, difficult to read because when they're like, having that like, their one to one meeting, she makes lots of like mutters about like the, the estate that they come from. Mm. So
0: that's not what yeah, that's not what head of pastoral care is for. Yeah, it's really weird. They're going on about. How, oh, you, know, you can't walk across our estate without a dog. It's, it, but And then Karen. And this is I really thought the Karen and Adana storyline was going in this direction, because Karen palms Adana off with the dog, undermines her in front of everyone. Why is this not a story? <laughs> They're doing all of the elements to make it a story.
1: Yeah, I know. But you can't... Basically, I suppose, you know, the only other... Teacher of colour is still there as Miss Montoya, who Karen had a, I don't trust you to be a teacher. Um, They must have got halfway through this episode, going, if we do this twice, people are going to start looking... (laughs) People are going to start asking questions about Karen, aren't they? Yeah. So they just abandon it.
0: Yeah, so we see... So um, Mrs. Stack says that Kyle has trouble with his nerves and that's why he causes problems, but no one will listen about these issues or whatever. Um... He is joking about, oh, you don't need school for the career I want to do, which is drug dealing. And the mum laughs at this, and Adana looks at her like, you're scum. <laughs> you're scum. Look, at this point, Nick
1: Clegg was in government. <laughs> Legalised drugs were a pipe dream at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got a couple of years of school left. He's going out there and he's selling it, you
0: know, politely on street corners like you might sell a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so while this is going on, we f- uh, flash back to Bex, who's still at the house, and we get some proper tension music as she gets a phone call from Honch. Proper tension. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, does, um, a, does TV with a button on the TV class as a 2011 oh, I moment. think it
0: does. Oh, you know what, I didn't write it down, but as I was watching it, I thought, that's really...
1: Because I, I thought, if I live in constant fear of losing the remote... Because we have the same TV in two rooms
0: in this house,
1: and neither of them have buttons on it, and I have no idea how I turn
0: it on without the remote. It works funny because literally yesterday, our remote control ran out of batteries, and we don't didn't have any batteries in. And for a moment, the, the TV was on. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you, switch, you switch off at the plug, and then suddenly your Wi Fi goes yeah. down. <laughs> It's funny because my, my other half literally went over to the TV. It was like, there must be a button. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I on the first
1: day of getting them. I was like, where? if I don't have them, where do I turn? I, I, oh.
0: <laughs> We're too trusting in technology. We really, really are. Um, so there's some stuff about Jonah being opposed to the, the gender segregation. It's not really clear why he's so opposed to it compared to everyone else.
1: Because he is overwhelmingly the most handsome boy at the school. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not wasting this. <laughs> it's, they kind of set him up, like... For some reason, Jonah's dad is no longer in the school to oppose this, so they kind of make... And Ruth isn't here either. Where's Ruth gone? But, like, Jonah is now basically the, the surrogate for the, the kind of opinions that both of those would have. Jonah was like, let's just mix in and not cause any problems. Yeah. And then now he's like, "I am. I'm going to fight this
0: with blood and thunder. Yeah but he's saying some, it's some big talk for a 17 year old boy with no power isn't it well they're just sort of building him into having a role in the show because he has a storyline now yes he does <laughs> oh, oh. which we've got plenty of time to talk about that <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Ruby sits Josh with Nate in the classroom and... because
1: Ruby knows what the audience finally <laughs> wants is a gay romance <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. The fact that she doesn't get her own solo head turn again is a disgrace, in my opinion, when she's doing the Lord's work like this.
0: <laughs> she's been moved. Who's she with now? Cause she's not with Grantley anymore, because Grantley's got his own one now. He's in a corridor. Grantley,
1: um. So it's Miss Montoya and Janice.
0: Yeah, who's Ruby with? Is it Adana? It's Adana, isn't it?
1: I feel like Adana should have her own one.
0: Yeah, she doesn't, though. I'm pretty sure it's Ruby and Adana. Should I check this voice up? We well, I didn't know we were to talk about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Ruby and Adana. Yeah, probably is. Yeah, and it's almost it's like compositionally identical to the Ruby and Grantley one they've used.
1: Yeah, it's almost like they have <laughs> like in um uh, or like Sky Sports when a new signing has brought in <laughs> yeah. and, and they put the head yes. on another player's body. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, it is. It is very that. So yeah, Finn starts being uh, disruptive because of this idea that the boys are stupid, and he's doing an ape impression, which I think is disrespectful to apes. Apes have been to space They have Finn has not he, As far as we know <laughs> He's got a very rich family <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe he has to go visit his mum up there for work <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, uh, Jess is worried Because Bex isn't answering her phone um, Karen's very uh, dismissive about this
1: Why? Bex is a documented flight risk well, we... The idea that you'd be like <laughs> well,
0: we, we, we later talk about it don't we And there's the whole thing that Karen doesn't want to interfere Because she's worried if she gets if she interferes with bex then that will drive bex away again okay so she wants to sort of let bex do her thing
1: i know but in a world before like find my iphone and tracking and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs)
0: um so uh adana's making lots of snide remarks about um mrs stack um (laughs) kyle really becomes a cliche chris is walking him to his class and Chris is like, oh, what subjects do you like? Then and he's like, girls fighting. <laughs> <laughs> just come on,
1: <laughs> boy, boy, bad boy jacket. Bad is what boy it jacket. Is. I think it's like that. You know, the The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror whenever the, when they get snakes hair, yes. and they all become snake. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like it's like you, you put on the bad boy jacket, and suddenly it's just the bad boy life. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. There's, so, uh, Chris then introduces Kyle to Ruby, and there's a brilliant moment where Ruby's doing her, like, welcoming a new student face, mm. and then Kyle goes, like, oh, what are you looking at? And Ruby does this delicious look of weary resignation, <laughs> like, oh, it's another one of these.
1: <laughs> Ruby does out herself in this episode to be a
0: terrible teacher. She's a really bad teacher.
1: Like, it's one of the, like, I understand that a, a group of... Boys is a difficult thing maybe to manage, especially in a, a kitchen
0: full of knives.
1: in a kitchen full of knives, <laughs> when she says as well that you know, they have a they have a whether this is correct or not, they have a predisposition to not find the subject engaging. Mm. It's just like, you're still like they still have to have a modicum of respect for you. So the idea that she just can't manage them at all is. I just don't know that... about
0: them having a predisposition for not finding the subject interesting. I always quite liked food tech. That's what she if, said. If, That's other, what she if other lessons had provided me with a cake at the end, I would have enjoyed them more. Yeah. And so food tech, I think, did really well.
1: Yeah, maybe it's because she keeps doing all of these like fancy recipes. that yes. boys just like, like,
0: this. boys aren't that interested in chocolate fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's why at my old boys' school we did pizza, fairy cakes. That was it.
1: (laughs) We did pizza, pasta. We did a vegetable soup once, which I believe the process of making it made me feel physically ill, and
0: I just poured it straight away. Uh, Adana is teaching a class. It's not clear what subject she's teaching. Like citizenship.
1: It's just she's just gathered. She's taking a group of girls out of their (laughs) lesson, and she just says, "Right, let's have a conversation about this thing that none of you yeah." So she's
0: doing the segregation thing. And, and <laughs> Lauren points out that... Um, oh, we did quite well without the boys. And Adana looks... Oh, you, you've engaged with the debate. We're actually... Adana, she's just proving Adana wrong. Saying, yeah. look how well we did without the boys in our class.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's... And then I think Chris comes in. I'm just encouraging debates. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of debate since we've been there. You've been there a morning. <laughs> and all, all you did this... Like, you had the day before where you were planning everything. And this morning... You just
0: went off at Mrs. Stack. <laughs> I, I'm fascinated to know what her job interview was like. <laughs> yeah. Because Karen and Chris seem entirely unprepared for how she is.
1: Yeah, yeah. For a head of passport you can't, like... You can't scoot through. Like, that's the thing where they're going to ask you
0: your style when it's you're a head of passport It's a senior leadership there. role with very sensitive responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> so Jess arrives home to see what's going on with Bex because she's worried about her not answering the phone. Um, Bex is clearly agitated... Because um, she's had a call on the landline from Hodge. Hodge seems to have sort of omnipotent powers.
1: <laughs> he, what he has is a—that's um, the what they're called—yellow pages. <laughs> he has yellow pages. Bloody millennials don't even know a yellow pages. But that, isn't that weird in this era of privacy? That there used to be a giant book delivered to every single house, <laughs> told phone every single name and phone number in there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Isn't that odd? Yeah, it is quite strange. Um, so Jess decides to to bring Bex into the school. Um, Bex sort of admits to Karen that she's scared. Karen takes no action on this. <laughs> um, so it, they're still in the food tech class, bizarrely. It feels like it's been going on for days. Um, Kyle, for some reason, is has meticulously prepared this pasta.
1: Yeah, in, bo- in both these episodes, you seem to see Kyle as... Um... <laughs>
0: G- genuinely excelling at food tech Yeah, yeah
1: Really quite good at it yeah. But it's just so Both times that he excels at it it's So Finn can be
0: a dick about it Yeah, so Finn Knocks his meticulously prepared pastor On the floor They start a fight And all credit to Nate here For averting GBH Yeah, yeah He thinks really quickly When he sees that knife
1: I, <laughs> Is it GBH when there's a knife involved? I feel like that escalates it To attempted murder, doesn't it? Because oh, it's it's, a, it's, a dead, it's, a, it's an attack with a deadly weapon yeah you yeah, know, GBH is when you use fisticuffs. Yeah. Fisticuffs. <laughs> I don't think GBH is fisticuffs. Well, no, no. But you understand, it's fisticuffs got out of hand. <laughs> Whereas when someone gets a knife... But that's the thing, because we're supposed to just kind of like... Does he take it out of Finn? Away from Finn or Kyle? Kyle. So we're supposed to like just go cool he's redeemable when (laughs) his first fight is I'm gonna stab a school child
0: yeah it really it sets an element of danger I think I think what they're trying to do is similar to what they did with Earl and the gun at the start of series 4 where the first time you see him they go this isn't a normal bad boy with a jacket
1: He's a he's a he's a proper bad boy. He's got manager. a gun slash kitchen knife. But then, <laughs> and this thing is quite exhausting. Is midway through series five, we had our last. Here's a new bad boy, which is yeah. when Finn joined the cast. And his thing was, I burned my teacher's car. Yes. So like, all of the bad boy like, there's no there's no escalation with the bad boys now. They're just all proper proper bad boys. Yeah. Alexandra Burke would have no truck with it. These aren't
0: <laughs> the kind of bad boys that she wants. <laughs> They're always catching her eye though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So Finn's giving it loads of bravado after the class, and and Josh very astutely just goes, can't you see he's a psycho? (laughs) He's not a normal bad boy with a jacket, Finn. He's not you. (laughs) But Josh says that to Finn without (laughs) blinking. (laughs) Um, So the staff are all unhappy about the segregation. Uh, Adana wants them all to stand up for themselves, and Grantley is positively aroused by this, the prospect of a union fight. Oh, does he say people should stop
1: focusing on this and just give us more money? That's <laughs> yes, he does say that at one
0: point, yes. There's a weird scene with Denzel and Kyle where they bond over his family history of drugs and murder. And <laughs> what I want to ask at this point is,
1: where is Sam? Okay. She was nominally kicked out of the school mm-hmm. for being involved in the drugs thing, mm-hmm. which in that episode... Lauren admitted she wasn't involved with. So why is Sam still not there?
0: Isn't she doing like a moral thing of going, well, I'm just going to leave this school. She you don't believe me? Uh, I'm not sure. That could be what it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, the Denzel seems very strange. Um, so then Jonah is talking to Chris about the segregation thing. And Jonah just exquisitely out debates him. And Chris just goes, maybe you should focus on your thing.
1: Yeah. In, <laughs> he's been very entitled, but he just skewers it in one minute. It's yeah. just...
0: And Chris is just like, get on with your work. <laughs> I love that. Um, Janice goes into Grantley's classroom to deliver flowers to Bex that have been sent to reception. Surely she shouldn't be doing that mid lesson. <laughs> Yeah. That's only going to cause a stir, isn't
1: it? It is, yeah. It's just kind of like... And her; she, Those flowers would have been taken to Janice's desk adjacent to her mother. Yes. Where she could have just gone, I'll leave them in here with you. It's yeah, just it,
0: you could give them to back later. Did you
1: ever have anything delivered to you in your classroom at school? Literally not once. Unless it was like a note saying you had to leave
0: for something or the yeah. it. Just, it just yeah. never happened. Literally not once. But then again, no one ever sent me flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's worth it, because Janice then leads over and says, what was it like going missing? I bet it was dead dramatic. <laughs> I get this... And I love... I just love her. This
1: this show, having no memory, is really annoying, because remember when Janice was kidnapped by a teacher for sex? Yeah. And then just, like, abandoned
0: somewhere in the city? I do remember that. The show doesn't.
1: The show doesn't. Janice <laughs> doesn't. Janice so is like... It's an evolving theory, but we have our new Chris and Rachel can't remember they slept with each other. <laughs> Janice and Ruby don't remember they nearly gave each other a baby. Okay, because it's just not. It's not. And in this episode,
0: they, those two have like a, a storyline together, yeah. and it's just never happened upon. Well, we have. We already had a new example of that because it was Amy and Finn don't remember their suicide pact.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We get one every 10 episodes now, don't we? That, that's pretty mad. We should never talk about it again. Yeah, let's do that.
0: Vicky makes some comment about, oh, are they from your boyfriend? And Bex throws the flowers at her and Grantley sends her to the cooler. Um, Meanwhile, Kyle and Finn and all that are in a lesson with Cheska. Kyle makes some grim sexual comment to her and then punches Finn um cheska runs out of the classroom and tom happens to be passing thankfully he's the eddie lawson he's the eddie lawson he's prowling he's just just passing yeah Um, tom comes in and breaks it up
1: it's it's quite interesting like it's, it's not what the show does but it's quite interesting like the fragility of those like classroom environments when you have two 16 year old boys who are bigger than their female teacher right so in that circumstance There was quite literally nothing that she could do. Yeah, well,
0: see, I found that really interesting because as I was watching it, obviously, I was in a lot of classrooms like that because I went to an all boys school and I never thought of it like that. But in this episode, in both the Ruby classroom and the Cheska classroom, I was quite palpably tense. Because, yeah. The, it, because uh, you're absolutely right. There's nothing they can do in that scenario. You
1: know, Finn and Kyle are bigger than she is. Yeah. And that's a true of a lot of teenage boys who, you know, have puberty happen to them, which yes. we're still waiting on. I know. Is when Lucky you're 16, 16. Yeah. You're <laughs> 16 and then suddenly it's just like, if a teacher wants, like, it's only like the veneer of a school yeah. Um, you know that they have power over yeah. you. It, it's just like it's basically trying to hide boys from their physicality because yeah, at yeah. that point, if they can, they just go. What? What are you going to do? What is she? Do? And she had no power in that circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. couldn't drag the boys apart. Yeah, it's. Just, I, I thought it like, the show never go into that. No, but I suppose it did. It kind of did it with like Lewis Seddon back in series one. A little bit. It, yeah. a, it was a little bit like that, which is basically you know he you have this 15, 16 year old boy who was bigger than him yeah. and could impose himself on the situation. Um. But here, I just found that quite interesting. But, but obviously, yeah, doesn't
0: that feel like a long time ago? Oh, it, do
1: you know what? <laughs> it feels accurately like it was two years ago,
0: Tom. So. <laughs> I don't know. It feels longer than that. Um So uh Adana is worried about, oh, should we just send Kyle back to his useless mum and that would be a life sentence? And there was an element of Kim, I thought, to this, in yeah. that we need to do more for this person rather than just palming them back off to the parents. Yeah,
1: but it was. Just, it was just, I think... Early Kim would have said it with a little bit more tact. But I suppose this is Tory Britain, isn't it? We were allowed to hate chavs at the turn of 2010. Yeah, we were.
0: (laughs) We were actively encouraged. And so as soon as we see him with the dog, we're like, oh, that's a wrong one. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what Adana, the head of pastoral care, thinks.
0: Yeah. Um, So, Ruby has uh gone to talk to karen she wants a teaching assistant for the classes where she's dealing with the boys janice wants to do it um she says all the boys on my estate are scared of me and i believe that biblical revenge janice yeah yeah exactly (laughs)
1: again as straight as I remember tied up in a boiler room (laughs) her example of justice was tied up in a boiler room with a knife at their throat wasn't it? it was with a boy with a bad boy hair (laughs) tram lines in his hair Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, so uh, they're they're in the caller Adana goes to see Kyle in the caller gives him this sort of feelings diary to put his his anger in and she reveals that she has one and I thought we were going to do some story with her presumably we're getting there later
1: Presumably, they, they do a lot of nudges and winks to yeah. what she's been like in the past, yeah. but, but they just go, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Presumably, that's something for the future. Um. Now, this is weird. So, this is Kyle trying to comfort Bex, who is crying, yeah. by sort of wiping her tears away. And then she freaks out and accuses him of sexual assault. Now, I'm uncomfortable about this, because everything we've seen about Kyle is that he's a psychopath. Yeah. But... Then immediately the show wants us to be sympathetic to him because he's yeah. being falsely accused of something he didn't do.
1: There is a not sizable, sizable percentage of this country which believe all girls do is falsely accuse guys and yeah. stuff, and a lot of them happen to be Telegraph columnists. Yes, and how many of them were just raised on Waterloo Road? How, <laughs> how many times have they done this? Well, this, this is story. This,
0: we're on well, at the moment. We're on a rate of like one a year. <laughs> There's,
1: we are. They they want us to kind of think that he has some like humanity in this moment, which is yeah. why he's like reaching out and that it's because he's unsocialized or un- unworldly, unworldly as to why he'd reach yes. out to to touch her face but it's just why it's uh, it's just such a confection of stuff
0: yeah
1: and, and then we get the thing which as well which is you know the new head of pastoral care doesn't believe women
0: yeah that's weird because <laughs> because the minute Adana brings Bex to Karen she he's like, your lying child <laughs> that's literally what she does that's literally what she does <laughs> this has happened. I'm convinced she's lying. It's original, the actual word she said. They drop a thing about about
1: um Kyle's history which says this is why he was yes. kicked out of his high school. Why would a boy who sexually assaulted someone be allowed in any other school? Well quite. And that that's just and then we he goes, Oh, that was a lie as well. Because this but like and, and again, we're then now
0: in the future we're supposed to have sympathy for yeah. Kyle. And that, well, now we assume that it was a lie at the other school. Yeah that's what the show's telling us. Yeah,
1: the show tells us, never believe a woman. Yeah. That, that's what it's been
0: telling us for years. Yeah, it really has. It really has. Um, So Bex says, oh, Kyle grabbed her leg and tried to put his hand up her skirt. And then Chris says, and you're sure you didn't encourage him in any way?
1: And then he says, oh, I need to get to the truth. And it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh. But I thought, you know. Karen is very forgiving when in this circumstance she goes, sure, Mr. Mead. I trust you
0: with one of my daughters. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I didn't even re I'd forgotten this one. The show's got me this time. I forgot. That is.
1: <laughs> the first response to this is for Chris. she goes, uh, Chris, can you take my other daughter yeah. and just, you know, <laughs> try not to sleep with this one.
0: <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Um, so Kyle then speaks to Chris, tells him the truth, um, and then Kyle immediately runs into Finn, and they're going to have another fight. And Kyle says, "We'll sort this after school with dogs." <laughs> <laughs> so at that
1: point, like, like I'm, a great corner would be Finn nodding, nodding. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: with respect, at that point, it's not that you sorting it; it's the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why dogs need a union. <laughs> so, Chris um, thinks that Bex is telling the truth, um, but Adana says, oh, it's, this is a kangaroo court, you'd already made up your mind. Um, because that new head of pastoral care doesn't believe women. No, it's so weird. She believes this person who, as far as she knows, has a track record of sexual assault. Yes. Has done nothing but try to commit crimes since the yeah. moment he walked in the door. Yes. And... The f- she immediately rushes to- I don't like again because
1: because we know that he didn't do it yeah. the show wants us to be on her side yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas it's like well because you're doing all of this horribly yeah. it's weird
0: for yeah. us to watch this happen like this yeah um so Finn's fretting about the dog's thing as you would uh, yes, I would. So, as, as a battle with dogs, are so you dogless? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring a man to a dog fight. Exactly, exactly what I was going to say. So, Ronan knows a man with a dog.
1: <laughs> Ronan invents the phrase. <laughs> I need to go see a man about a dog.
0: <laughs> and I just wrote, "Of course, he knows a man with a dog." But also, I've driven to think he, he's connected to a crime family. Surely, he could do better. He would. Yeah, he, he should know attack dogs. It's like at this point, they've they've taken Ronan from. Heir eh, to a criminal dynasty to person who knows a dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> so we meet this dog and the dog is uh, Timmy, the very lovely German shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's quite a fun training montage.
1: Yes, and I also think it's the location where one of the girl gang battles
0: happened. It is. I think it's the same location. Yeah. I thought this. It is. It's the same location. And
1: what, but my big question is, where did they get that picture of Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> It's they're, like they have a headshot of George <laughs> <Yeah>. Sampson <laughs> And they're just like, oh, I've got Finn's got it on his phone. Like, attack it, attack it.
0: Yeah, I, I assumed they'd got one of the other boys to take a sneaky picture of him in a class and send it to them.
1: And then they're like, uh why do you need this? Oh, we're training a dog. <laughs> we're tra- training <laughs> uh,
0: a very lovely dog called Timmy to to be aggressive. Um uh, Jess talks to Beck, says, Oh, you can't run away again, you need to face up to your past. And then Karen uh, talks to Bex, says, oh, Kyle won't be coming back. Um, And Bex says, that's a bit harsh. Um, This whole thing is so weirdly handled. Yeah. Um, She goes, oh, mom, I'm not an innocent little girl. Um, And then she runs off home. Jess thinks something's not right, but Karen's still trying to stay out of it. It's all...
1: Because Karen has a... a a rather he- healthy conversation with her child about what se- what sexual assault is. Yeah. because it wasn't that bad. Because well, you might not think that, but it is. Which is a reasonable thing to say yes. in an episode that handles this reasonably. Yes. But what she is trying to do is say he didn't actually do it. Mm. So it's just, and it's supposed to make us think that Karen's stupid. When actually, that's quite a reasonable thing for you to say to a to a teenage girl.
0: Yeah, and then they're trying to sell Bex as someone who's like been through stuff and experienced stuff. But they're also trying to sell her as someone who didn't realise there would be consequences when she accused someone of sexual assault.
1: Yeah. Which it just doesn't... You can't can't be both worldly and unworldly. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what they're trying to do. And it's like, they're they're trying to make us believe that Bex thought she'd make this accusation and then it would just be fine. Yeah. And there'd be no... Which is madness. ...repercussions from it. Very weird. There's a very weird scene with Janice and Ruby where... They're practicing how to like crowd control a class. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Treneman, Steph Haydock fight. Absolutely, absolutely that, and all subsequent scenes will just be in the shadow of that because that is the <laughs> best example of that. Um, and Janice suggests the phrase "wind your neck in, gooner." Other than a fan of Arsenal, what is a gooner?
1: I don't. know. I, I, I'm Please say if I searched it right now, all I'd get is Arsenal fan blogs. Yes, we just we're not we're not, <laughs> we're not provincial enough for this, Tom. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she says, wind your neck in, Guna. Who are you cheeking with that face?
1: And then there's a Ruby chastiser about her language. So I don't know if you'll get away yeah, with that yeah, language. Yeah, cause I do like, because it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. the, th- the question I have about this is in the class that they then take... Yes. It's year eights. Yeah. How is Denzel still a year eight? <laughs> He's
0: been in this school for probably 40 years. Yeah, so, okay. So... He's there in series four with Earl. Yeah, so if we he, assume... If he's, we'd be really charitable and say he's a year seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then series five... Is a, is another school year. Yeah. So year, he would be in year eight. Year eight. So now, by all logical sense, he's a year nine. Yes.
0: Someone, just someone check. <laughs> I know he spent half the year in prison, so he might be held behind, but just tell us. Also, like, the actor is roughly the age he's playing. Surely they should at least just parallel it with where he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, really weird. Um,
1: the, the actor started playing his age and ended up playing younger yeah. <laughs> through no
0: fault of his own. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bex is trying to leave the school, notices this car waiting outside and sort of freaks out like she's been found by, by Hodge. Um, she then admits to Jess that she lied about Kyle. Jess then goes and tells Karen about this. Um, and uh, she talking about how... At one point, she says, your sister left home for nearly two years. So we know how long it's been there. Thank God. (laughs) Because that was definitely a discussion we had. Uh, And Jess says, oh, you're just trying to stay out of it all to stop Bex leaving again. Um, Which is what's happening. So Mrs. Stack arrives at the school to uh, escort Kyle out. um, Threatens to beat him up for getting himself kicked out of another school. There's a a thing about when We haven't talked about it because it makes no sense.
1: (laughs) She keeps talking about losing money out of Kyle not going to school. So when he comes back, she goes, "How are we going to eat now?"
0: Yeah. What's that? About? She, she does explain right at the start. It's because she's going to get fined yeah. if he continues to not go to school, so they will lose money.
1: But if he keeps getting expelled from school, because like you get fined if For your truancy. child isn't yeah attending, but if he keeps getting expelled, surely there's no.
0: So actually, it's the best of both worlds yes. because he doesn't have to go to school. And they don't get fined,
1: and they can make money from him selling drugs,
0: <laughs> and of course his participation in dogfighting leads. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, but that—that's what it's framed okay. as: as her being criminally disciplined if he's not able to go to school. Right. Okay. So that's that's the the financial thing. Um so there's some talk about all oh, just sending Kyle to the authorities and Adana making some snide comment about maybe that being the best for him. I don't understand Adana's character at all. I don't either. I don't know what her perspective is. At least with Kim in in, in series one, we had a very clear idea of her worldview immediately. Yeah.
1: Adana seems to have a similar worldview, but they kind of dress it up in like quite classist language. Yeah. So it's taken as the reason she thinks he should be given all these other opportunities is because she just personally dislikes Mrs. Stack
0: well because we'll talk, she's we, a bit of a scuzzle. Yeah, we'll talk a bit about this in the second episode as well. I think Adana just hates mothers. She seems to. Um, and again, maybe I'm mean, being charitable. Maybe that plays into her backstory with yeah, the feelings yeah. diary. But the,
1: she seems like a personal offence to Mrs. Stack, and yeah. then it's later couched as basically if you said the school has a responsibility, and it's as Jonah more eloquently explains his conversation with Chris, which is that you know they do this at private schools because private schools don't have to make up for a crap home life yes. in the way that this school does. Yes. And that's basically what Adana's argument is, but because it's dressed up as her saying, Mrs. Stack is a chav yeah. and we shouldn't trust him with it and she's going to ruin his life. Yeah. It's like, Kim would have just said, the family lives that these children have means the school yeah. is their best
0: hope. And yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, so, we then see, um, Finn kind of teasing Kyle as he's been taken out of the school. Kyle threatens him with the dog and then goes, oh, who's been saying things about me? Is it Bex? And then goes into the school and sets the dog on Bex. Um, okay, we know Bex lied. We do. But from the outside looking in, do you not
1: think her confession is a little bit coerced? Yeah, just just a touch. <sighs> when there's a rabid dog in her face. Not
0: rabid, Let not mean to manic.
1: <laughs> Sorry, a manic dog in her face.
0: <laughs> I think you're tarring Manic with an unfair brush. I think the authority is going to tar Manic with (laughs) a much more serious brush. Um, Yes, yes, they are. Um, So, um, yeah, so um, Jonah kind of fights Kyle because he's brought the dog into the classroom that he's in with... Not clear why he and Bex, because Bex runs into the classroom. It's all very chaotic. And they look, they like after Bex gets out of the classroom, they're yeah. very happy to lock Jonah in there,
1: <laughs> both with the mad boy and the rabid dog, manic dog, manic dog. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and then the dog jumps up at Cheska, and uh, Jonah like comforts her afterwards. Uh, And the teachers will see this and go, probably fine. Yeah, (laughs) it's weird, because it's very intimate. (laughs) It's very intimate for a 17-year-old. Yeah. So, after Kyle has, at this point, been in several fights, tried to stab someone, tried to murder people with a dog... The fact he survives this... Adana says, ah, he's just a boy with wonky wiring, and it's (laughs) because of his mum.
1: Yeah, like... I, 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 You know, people have different home lives people might have yeah. bad home lives and they deserve extra chances
0: than other people they don't deserve this many extra yeah. chances there could have been at this point at least three people very seriously injured yeah. directly because of this kid's actions in one day it's just it, it's insanity that you bring a dog to school that you set on someone and yeah. then you still get to go to that school yes so Karen says bafflingly That she'll give Kyle a chance After a week's exclusion A Seems week's fair. exclusion For trying to murder The head teacher's daughter With a doc. Even if she did lie She shouldn't have lied, lied No
1: But she kind goes Well I have to make up for That my daughter lied about this So the daughter escapes punishment For
0: lying about No this. she gets a She gets a lunchtime detention Oh fantastic
1: <laughs> So yeah it doesn't justify His actions but she's, the teacher seems to think... Karen seems to think that his actions were justified because yeah. Bex lied, mm. which is just like, no, no, no. There was <laughs> a world in between. Bolton ran around a bit when yeah. he was accused of the same thing. And he even that, we a, said,
0: that's a bit much.
1: Yeah, we said, like, that doesn't work in your favour to we, be that aggressive. It, it, and if
0: you recall, we said that Amy's confession was quite coerced because Bolton she, was shouting at her. Yeah, yeah. This is just... Uh, <laughs> this is five times as coerced as that was. <laughs> Um so Jonah is sort of has gone to like check on Cheska. She's like, Oh you know, I bet I look to state and he's like, Oh, it would be impossible for you to look to
1: I don't want a romance between Jonah and Montoya. I want the gay romance. For the love of God. Looks like we're getting both. I do but I want one. <laughs> um We've had six years of stupid straight romances.
0: Um Cheska calls Jonah a hero. And he says um, something in Spanish, which I did translate. You did I, translate. Fantastic. We have, a, we have a history of not doing yes. really simple bits I was of really research like I, this. I wanted to know in this and the next episode <laughs>
1: about how sexually charged all the Spanish was, but I couldn't be bothered to look it up.
0: Um, so it literally translates to something for a fair maiden. So I assume it's like anything for a pretty woman is what he's saying, basically it work on me <laughs> but because he says it in spanish that's
1: yeah yeah i mean if i spoke if i was a language teacher and he dropped that
0: line on me i'd be like all right yeah you'll notice i haven't even attempted to read out the spanish i translated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did french of course yeah if it had been french i'd have had half a go <laughs> but i've never done spanish so the authorities are taking the dog to be put down uh, as, as you said um and Adana says to Kyle, It's you who has destroyed this dog. Yeah,
1: yeah, f- what? <laughs> and then she's trying to make power. And then he goes, Look into its eyes, Kyle, you <laughs> killed him. <laughs> On a day when his dog is being put down, she then goes, You did this to the dog, just like your mum is doing this to you. <laughs> yeah. So not only is his dog dying, he's making her. she's making his mum out to be a
0: psychopath yeah. as well. Are you saying that I'm going to be in the cage in the back of a car <laughs> so they're taken to be euthanised? <laughs> really weird and then she's like she justifies his actions goes, I understand why you're angry he's trying to kill like three people <laughs> and then she just silently hands him the feelings book
1: speaking of feelings book at the after school drinks they're
0: playing fireflies yeah they're wrote it down <laughs> I've got you, yeah, don't worry. Um, it's weird because it cuts directly from that quite charged moment to so them just like, tequila!
1: <laughs> Adana finishes her first day. She she talks to a boy about how he killed a dog. She goes, right, offer a drink. <laughs> War off a duck's back.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we get a little bit of Adana's backstory because she's talking about her marriage. She's saying her second marriage was in Mexico on uh, the Day of the Dead. I like that they have Cheska there to translate the Spanish everyone knows
1: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's like at some point she says Te Amo and then everyone
0: will look at what <laughs> <laughs> it's like they've sort of cast cheska as Dora the Explorer in this scenario <laughs> um, so yeah we find out Adana's been married three times but she's now like vowing for vowing singledom um, and then she tells Chris if you're after a yes woman I'm not one and I think that's supposed to we're supposed to go, Oh, that's the story they're told this episode is that she's not a that, yes woman. That
1: was woman. evident from the first she came up, she looked at two times two sides and tutted and we went, She's not a yes
0: woman. <laughs> yeah. Done. But no, she had to defend a, the the murdery dog kid.
1: And then also like 'cause this this is kind of like the end of mixing, right? Is this where they end well,
0: mixing? I'm, I'm not clear
1: because it feels like because Chris says, "Don't tell me I told
0: you so." Yeah, and it feels like in vintage Waterloo Road style, that's yeah. the end of the one episode where they're doing that thing.
1: Yeah, but um, that's not entirely clear. No, but like I would say, surely the dog account count dog attack counts as an exceptional circumstance. Yeah. that does not immediately bring to a close the the end. Yeah, like of the, the mixing.
0: Yeah, it like, wasn't caused by the mixing.
1: No, he would have been...
0: In fact, if they'd segregated the cooler, none of this would have happened. Well, we <laughs> <laughs> Actually, more segregation yeah. is the answer. But yeah, it's weird. Um, so the episode ends. Uh, Bex doesn't want to tell her mum about her history and we see a hooded man. who's wearing the same coat that Bex turned up in when she was hooded. Mm, maybe it's like a gang thing. When she
1: was turning, moving through time and space. Yes.
0: <laughs> Next time trailer...
1: It's, this is the maddest next time trailer they've done. Yeah. Because they talk about a bunch of characters none of us
0: knows. Yeah. And they don't show them in the thing. Well, this is the th- the thing, because we always say, if the next time trailer's a bit thin, it's because it's a kid of the week storyline. But in this one, they put the whole kid of the week storyline in the next yeah, time yeah. trailer. Um, And we, in terms of like continuing storylines, all we get is like some more Nate and Josh flirting and the Cheska and Joan are having private lessons together. Other than that, it's all about this Kid of the Week and a case of child theft, and Joe Hartley from This Is England is in it. There'll be a lot of that in the next episode. Okay. <laughs> is that the mum? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's weird to have a, the next time trailer be so Kid of the Week-focused. Yeah. Is that Thomas
1: Turgoose's mother in This Is
0: England? Yes. Yeah. Um, I adore This Is England. It's one of oh, it's, my it's a great films. movie. It's one of my all-time favourite films. Um, I didn't adore this episode of Waterloo Road.
1: No, it is bad.
0: It's proper bad. <laughs> it's weird because all of the like bad boy symbolism around Kyle is very like mid to late noughties Cameron Hoodie thing. Yeah. But this isn't that, this is later than that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not 2011. It's, not... yeah. it's
0: only just out of the year.
1: Uh... You know, it, it's the thing for me is it's a debate that no one's interested in and well it's a debate that doesn't exist and it's, it's, it's poorly had they introduce a new teacher and she's very difficult to read they just make her out to be very abrasive even though like a bunch of times yeah and then they go back into false allegations
0: yeah uh, well the debate is really annoying because there is a debate about single sex education but the debate is not about single sex education within a co-educational school yeah no one is, is calling for that no not really that's what frustrated me so much it's not a debate that exists they wanted to do the single sex education debate but they've already established the school is co-educational yeah
1: so. and then basically they kind of have Kyle as the reason as to why all oh, this doesn't work mm. was like, but no he would have been a nightmare whichever class he went yeah, into yeah, yeah. because he quite clearly needs a lot of emotional support yeah. it's just very odd it's, it's a bad episode of
0: television yes it's not very good it's not very good. But hopefully, the next one will be better. Well, we get to play out with Fireflies. So. We do. It, the time has come to play out with Fireflies. You wanted it before when it wasn't even in the episode. And now it is, so I kind of have to roll over and let you have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would not believe your eyes If ten million fireflies Lit up the world as I